you, Lord Jesus Christ. A little bit about this. Uh, when there's, there's a couple of things that uh, sometimes we just gloss over. One thing in Luke's gospel that uh, is a recurrent pattern is the idea that Luke will mention not only about Jesus, but also, um, you know, the women that followed Jesus. Um, that they were very faithful to their Jewish tradition. And so you hear this little phrase, and he went to the Sabbath in the phrase, as was his custom. In other words, he was a practicing Jew. He would go into the synagogues, he would teach. At the end of the gospel, uh, in terms of the resurrection, the, uh, they put Jesus in the tomb, and it says the women who followed Jesus, it says, and they returned, as was their custom, because of the Sabbath, to get, make the oils for the anointing of Jesus. And that's what brings them actually to the tomb on uh, Easter Sunday. He quotes from Isaiah, and this quote, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he anointed me to bring good news to the poor, sent me to proclaim release to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, and let the oppressed go free. Proclaim here the Lord's favor. These were all signs that the Messiah had arrived. So in quoting it, when he says, today this scripture quote has been fulfilled in your hearing, what he's claiming is that this prediction by the prophet is now being fulfilled in terms of who he is, in terms of the, his, his ministry. Many times this will be referred to as his inaugurational speech because it inaugurates his earthly ministry. On one hand, they're kind of amazed at his teaching, and then they, they, they want to discount it and dismiss him. Um, only when he says, it's kind of an insult, because he goes back to Elijah, <coughs> about Elijah, the prophets of all, and also about Elisha, who was his disciple. Elijah <coughs> goes up into Zarephath, an area which was actually by Tyre and Sidon. It was the only area that David could not King David could not conquer. Uh, King David expanded the borders of, the, of Israel, except he never could chase out the Canaanites in that area. And so when Elijah goes up, he's basically going into an area which is non-Jewish. And <coughs> all were there. And so this idea that Elijah goes up into an area which is non-Jewish, he's going to basically a pagan area. Uh, so in other words, he wasn't sent, Elijah wasn't sent to so much for, uh, was sent really to, to uh, uh, the pagan. With uh, Elisha, the cure of Naaman, he had leprosy. And he comes and he seeks out Elisha. And Elisha tells him, go to the Jordan and, you know, uh, soak yourself. And Naaman, who's a Syrian leader, gets insulted and says, wait a second. He said, don't we have greater rivers? than this, if you had told me to do something new and extraordinary, and so he was going to leave. And yet one of his servants said to him, wait a second, if he had asked you to do something impossible, would you do it? <coughs> yes. Well, then why don't you do something simple? And so what happens is he washes and he's cleansed of his leprosy. In both cases, the whole point that, that uh, the Old Testament is making in terms of these stories of Elijah and Elisha is that God is going to send them to other people. With this, in this context at the synagogue, as he begins his inauguration of his ministry, he's basically saying, I'm going to be going to other people, to other nations, to be preaching to other peoples. And that's one of the characteristics of Luke's gospel. And remember, Luke wrote the, actually, the same, uh, he wrote his gospel and also 
the Acts of the Apostles, which is the history of the early church expanding into Gentile territories, specifically with the ministry of St. Paul. So the whole, the whole point, I think, in terms of the synagogue uh, incident, is they get upset with Jesus and want to kill him. First of all, they're amazed by his teaching, but yet then they're insulted by him. Um, and at that point, they get angry, and they try to dismiss him, saying, well, wait a second, we thought we were amazed, but who is he? He's the son of a simple carpenter. I should say something. He can't be that good. <laughs> at that point, they want to take him off to the brow of the hill and uh, throw him over to kill him. And so that, that's the whole incident here with this uh, fourth chapter. But again, it begins and inaugurates Jesus' ministry, um, his earthly ministry here in uh, Nashville. Okay? Thank you. So, 